your babs, this shit crazy. Jimmy on the beat, boy. Well, hello there. It's Wednesday. You are still in the trophy room. Kay, there's a deal on the table right now for Aaron Rodgers. We'll tell you where he's going. A new boy in the league just dropped a 50-piece. We're going to tell you about the best new duo in the NFL or in the NBA. And Kyler Murray's agent put out some very sus sus menu comments yesterday and whose fault is the lakers mess and then to finish everything out how far is steph from passing lebron all time k super excited today because we've been telling you for a while that we we're going to drop a new sponsor are you ready to drop it today yep okay so i'm super excited about it and it's not my thing so i'm just going to let you say whatever you want to say about it because I'm, I'm literally i'm so excited okay for all the listeners out there this is the introduction of jim candy we are a uh, pre-workout candy gummy so come to us for all of your pre-workout supplement needs no headaches no jitteriness no energy crash no bloating we have creatine in with it it tastes like straight-up candy y'all it's if you if you like fruit snacks come hit us up okay go follow us at Jim candy gummies on Instagram go follow us on TikTok as well we're up and coming and we're throwing out free samples for every survey you guys fill out for us. So go uh, check the link in Jim Candy Gummies bio. Y'all, it's worth it. I've tried this stuff and like this is like I, I don't get paid to say this. Like I've tried the gummies. There's they're like they taste like regular gummies, like they don't taste weird. It's not powdery, it's not super sugary. In fact, there's almost no sugar in it at all. Yep. It's like less than one gram for the whole pack of gummies. It's yep. amazing. Like everybody complains. If you take pre-workout, you complain about like it sucks that you're like peeing all the time, yep. or you have these fat energy crashes when you get back, or all of these other issues. And the goal of Jim Candy is to alleviate all of these. Like, there's nothing like this on the market. It's amazing. I'm super excited about it. I'm so excited for Luke. So yeah, go follow Jim Candy Gummies on Instagram. Take the the link in the bio. Link in the is bio the survey. survey. And if you take the survey, you get a free sample. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if anyone who takes the survey and tries these gummies is gonna start moving over these gummies instead of the pre-workout, exactly. that the drink. That Guaranteed. Are on. So yeah, super excited about that. As always, please leave us a five-star review, whether you're on Spotify, Apple. Go screenshot and share us on your story and tag us. We will tag you back. We would love that. And then, yeah, give Jackson a big shout-out, as always, for all of the work that he does on our social media. He's always posting TikToks. Um, so, yeah, he's incredible. Big shout-out to Jackson. Okay, so right now, and I don't know if a lot of people know this because it went kind of... Under it, the radar. Yeah, it was released late last night, and so a lot of people aren't aware of this. There is a deal right now being worked on for Aaron Rodgers. So it's a two-year deal. It hasn't been signed yet, but it's it, the, the Packers are working on it right now for Aaron Rodgers to sign a two-year deal really? to be the highest-paid quarterback in the league for two more years to stay in Green Bay. What's your initial reaction, whether it's to the Packers, whether it's to Aaron, the fact that Aaron's a liar because he told us it was categorically untrue that he wanted to be the highest-paid quarterback in the league? Where are you at with this? Dude, so I, like, no joke, two seconds ago just got a notification, and it's just showed me that everyone is lying. Yeah. It says, Green Bay has no offers for Rodgers. Packers GM claims he hasn't received a single trade offer for Aaron Rodgers yet, and I know that's false, because the Denver Broncos literally went out and hired their offensive coordinator as their head coach to just say, oh, Aaron, come on over here. Everyone has known that that's been the place for the past year. 
and then Aaron Rodgers comes out and says that he is interested in that, everybody's lying. So that's my initial reaction. Everybody's lying, and here's my secondary reaction is if they if he gets this deal, because the thing is he's going to be the highest paid player for – like it's not like it's a long-term deal. Like Patrick Mahomes, he is the highest paid player overall contract-wise. Yeah. Like, even though it even works though, like, out. It's a 10-year deal. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Everyone's like, oh, $500 million. It's 10 years. Yeah. So, and inflation in 10 years, $50 million isn't going to be much for a quarterback. But now, he's like, it has to be up at least at $50 million because he's due to get 46 point something this year. So, it's probably at 50 for two years in a row. They're already like $26 million over the cap. They're, they might not even... Like, they'll make it to the playoffs. They might not even make it out of the first round again because they won't have any pieces. So, yeah, Gutekunst told reporters today they're not at all, not a single person, quote, has sent a trade offer for Aaron Rodgers, which I find very interesting because I feel like I've read and heard in lots of other places that offers have been made. Yeah, I think the Broncos were one that I heard. And I also believe that the 49ers had a deal yeah. out on the table. So, um, so I so first off, Aaron Rodgers is a liar. Oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is is insecure on so many levels. Yeah. So, first of all, so insecure about the fact that you feel the need to let everyone know that you're in control and you're where the story is coming from. Yeah. Insecure to lie about the fact that oh no, I'm not that I'm not that haughty. Like I'm not. That prideful, I don't need to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Okay, well, obviously that's not true because yeah, right now the Packers true. are working on a deal because you and and why would they spend like they're not going to spend more money on you than they have to? Yeah. So, so I'm, the well, only reason because like he is set to get forty six already. The yeah. only way that he would like he could literally just like that's already set. Like he would have to come to them and say, "Oh no, I don't want that anymore. I need more than forty six. Which is an ungodly amount of money. It makes you think like you have you have some of these women who have to have just like the fattest rock on their finger when they get married. Yeah. Now like a lot of dudes just have the money to spend on that. Yeah. But if you've been like in a toxic up and down relationship like the Packers and Aaron Rodgers have been in, yeah, at least the, like over the, the past only five reason years. they're giving you that big of a rock to put on your finger is because you explicitly told them this they, is the rock that I'm wearing or yeah. we're not getting married. Yeah. Or or he's like that pretty girl that has to get validation from like Instagram Bingo. likes. Like that's the only way she like and so she like does all this stuff and dresses kinda skanky or that's kinda mean word, but it's true. Yeah. Like just to promiscuous. get promiscuous. There you go, smart communications boy. That's right. He like they do that just to get validation so they can feel good about themselves. And Aaron Rodgers is like that like super pretty girl that that like is pretty, but is so insecure that there's other pretty girls around that he needs someone to tell them, oh, you're the prettiest. He needs someone to, like, like literally tell that to him in the form of, I have to be the highest paid player in the league so everybody else knows, and so I can feel the validation that I am the best. But again, this comes back to a point that you and I make all of the time. If you want to make the most money, you cannot, again, since the, the since for the last twenty years, no one has made more money than Tom Brady and won a Super Bowl. Unless your name is last name is is Manning 
or Breeze. Yep. And in the and those are the only people who have ever been the highest paid quarterback in the league in like the last thirty years and, and won, won a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, here's the deal. Like we talked about this, I think last week. You're not gutsy enough in the playoffs because, again, insecurity, you're so concerned with how other people perceive you that you feel if you are risky enough to make a play that could be high risk, high reward, and scoring lots of touchdowns or throwing lots of picks, that you're worried that that's how people are going to perceive you and that they won't perceive you as great. But here's the thing, Aaron. Matt Stafford throws infinitely more interceptions than you in the last season despite you winning MVP, he, he was, was a the better, better quarterback. quarterback. Because guess what? He got a ring. Yeah. And That's you lost out on two rings because you're you have, scared. Yeah, you have you're scared because you have commitment issues and because you're scared yeah. to throw touchdowns. Yeah. Or 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 run or how about two years ago NFC championship, you're scared to just run the ball. Like five yards into the end zone. Boom. Yeah. Then then all of a sudden his legacy is up here, and Tom Brady isn't as good as everyone says. Obviously, he's still the GOAT, yeah. but... You just, would have been chipping into this Tom Brady's, because yeah. for the whole time, they were in different conferences, so so Aaron Rodgers didn't, unless he played him in the Super Bowl, yeah. didn't he have didn't the really shot have to, to go at Tom Brady. And he finally did, and he got he choked. He choked against him. So, yeah, Aaron, Aaron is concerning to me for a lot of reasons. The fact that he struggles with the personal life, like, if you look at... You can say what you want. You look at a lot of these highly talented athletes. Highly talented individuals have can cultivate long-lasting, decent relationships. Like LeBron James, guess what? You can say what you want about him. He's a good dad, and he's a good husband. Same with Steph. Same with all these other like guys. Like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Guess all what? Guys. KD, never Nothing. able to win a championship without Golden State. Yep. Guess what? KD... Not married. Doesn't have... Doesn't I, really have many friends. I, yeah, not that many people really like him. And yeah. I don't know what he's like as a person. I don't know him. But all I'm saying is, I'm telling you, he's the got that terrible. Is, he's got that terrible movie that they were trying exactly. to... Exactly. <sighs> Understruck. So, all I'm saying is, you have people, it's like successful people. People who make money in business. People who make money in athletics. All of those people tend to be people who can cultivate good relationships. Aaron Rodgers' issue has always been, Aaron, it doesn't matter how good you are if you don't trust the people around you. Yeah. And we, this is not a secret. Aaron, A, doesn't have relationships with his own family. Nice. B, just got his heart broken up by Shailene Woodley. And C, the number one thing that's most pertinent to this conversation in general, his Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust young players at all. And guess, the, guess what? Here's the deal. The world is going young because the world understands the internet. Barstool Sports, great example. All yeah. these broadcasting gigs, people are getting younger and younger and younger. Companies, companies like Uber, company, all of these startups start young because young-minded people see the world in a different way. The NBA is getting younger. Yeah. If you don't trust young people, LeBron James is having the exact same issue. If you don't trust young people and you don't trust people around you as a whole, it doesn't matter how talented you are, you can say what you want about Tom Brady. Tom Brady has always put decent trust in the people that are around him and has been able to elevate people. And I don't think that 
will look back at Aaron Rodgers and say Aaron Rodgers was incredibly talented at making the people around him better. Yeah. People will say what they want about Tony Parker in the NBA. One of the things that everyone says about Tony Parker is that for all the things he was and wasn't, Tony Parker made people better. He Russell Wilson, for everything he is and isn't, Russell Wilson makes everyone around him better. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have trust and therefore isn't able to make people around him better. And he's strictly relying on your skill and my skill, but not in a cohesive way. No synergy. You heard it here first. No folks. synergy. Okay, so uh, on to another quarterback who seems to not have a lot of trust in me. We're going to play a quick game real quick, actually, before I even get to that. You ready for okay. this? Yeah, Okay, so we're going to do a blind resume. Okay. And, and do you want to so, – so the one quarterback is obviously going to be the topic of our discussion. Do you want to know who that is? Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay, tell Okay, so one of the two – Actually, no, don't tell me. Okay, you don't want to know? Okay, so quarterback A – so tell these, me, tell me, like, it, like what, le- like, are they so like one a top? has been one has been in the league for four years, and one has been in the league for three years. Okay, and both of them are somewhat up for contract negotiations. Okay, okay? so I'm just going to give you so the this first quarterback okay. been in the league for four years. I'm just going to give you their quarterback record, so I'm not going to tell you the team's record, but how okay. many games they started and, and they, won yeah, and lost. No, that, 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 that's better because yeah. it doesn't really matter if, if you didn't, didn't play. Okay, quarterback one. He was six and seven his first year, six and ten his second year, eleven and five his third year, and six and eight his fourth year. Okay. Okay. Twenty-seven touchdowns, twenty-two touchdowns, twenty-six touchdowns, seventeen touchdowns, fourteen interceptions, twenty-one interceptions, eight interceptions, and thirteen. Okay. Okay. And he's the offensive rookie of the year. His rookie year. Then we have. Is he? Have any of them been MVPs, Pro Bowls, anything like that? Um, I'm not sure about MVP. Neither one of them has been MVP. Okay. Because they have been in the league for a very short amount of time. Okay. Next quarterback. He's been in the league for three years. He his rookie year he was five and ten. The year after that he was eight and eight. The year after that he was nine and five. Okay. What he a- he had twenty touchdowns his first year, twenty six touchdowns his second year, and twenty four his third year. And then he was 12 interceptions, 12 interceptions, 10 interceptions. So, to this point, very similar, right? Yeah, very, very similar. Very similar. Yeah. Also, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Really? Okay? Both of them. So, let me just give you the second one. So, the okay. second one that I just gave you. Is it? The second one is. Uh, no, I, ha- I was thinking about who the first one was. Give me the second one. First, The first one, the second one is Kyler Murray. Because so, Kyler okay. Murray is our topic of discussion today. What was his lat? What was the third year record? His third year, he was nine and five, twenty four touchdowns, ten interceptions. That sounds right. Yeah. Offensive rookie year, okay. number one overall draft pick. Okay. So our last guy, our first guy, his last year in the league, he had seventeen touchdowns, um, seventeen touchdowns, thirteen interceptions. But to that point, twenty seven touchdowns, twenty two touchdowns, twenty six touchdowns. Is it Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield's the other guy. This is the thing that I'm illustrating. So we have Kyler Murray being toxic in all kinds of ways. Yeah. Guess what? Bet y'all didn't know this. Guess who Kyler Murray's agent also used to represent? Johnny Manziel. Money Manziel. Yeah. So that's a great record that you'd that. love to follow. Yeah. Okay. Why would you have that? Oh my word. So that's just bad by Kyler Murray. Exactly. So the question we're asking is, do we pay Kyler? My question is, are you paying Baker? Because if you're not paying Baker, then why are you paying Kyler? Because Be- here's the thing. Baker's 
one in up, one in one in the playoffs. Baker Kyler's zero and one. Baker was one touchdown away from going to, to the AFC, AFC Championship, championship after beating exactly. And Kyler Murray literally got daddy smacked by the like literally it wasn't even competitive by the Rams. Mm-hmm. He looked bad. Bad. And without D Hop, he look at his record without D Hop, and it's bad. Yep, as their soon as offense he went down last is season, bad. I think they won like two games. They were, I think, I think they were like. Two and four. Yeah. Without D Hop. And what? Well, like seven, eight, seven or zero, and eight, 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 no. eight, no. eight, no, and they finished eleven and five or eleven, yeah, something like that. Eleven yeah. and five, eleven and six or something. Yeah. So, the again, if you're both Oklahoma, both number one overall picks, yeah. both smaller guys. Granted, Kyler's a lot, a lot more, more athletic, athletic than Baker's, but here's what I will say. What's the one the one thing that everyone says about Kyler? A lot of um, defensive, like former people who have played against Kyler, people who played with Kyler, they all say the same thing about him. He he's doesn't a bad like. Leader. He's a bad leader. He hates to get hit. Oh yeah, that's all. You can true. say what you want about Baker Mayfield. He's a tough son. He's a tough, dirty zombie. He's a, he's, he's a tough a, dog. He's I, not I, afraid to get hit. I, and and here's the thing. I actually, I think Baker Mayfield is a good leader. Yeah. Like. There's some things, sometimes people, he isn't likable to outside people, and that's 100%, I see that, but I do think that Baker Mayfield, like, has the characteristics of, like, a, not quite, like, the, how am I trying to, I want to phrase this right, I don't want to take heat for this, so, there are certain attributes, personality-wise, that Tom Brady has, that Baker Mayfield has, the intensity yeah. and the competitive, like, the nature. competitive nature, and they'll take all of the blame. Yeah, like he he's a take, pretty accountable guy. He's an accountable dude, and accountability in in being a professional in any aspect of what you want to say professional is so important. Account like Kyla Murray basically said none of like none of our like seven game skid or our blowout was my fault. That's what he's basically saying. He claimed that the Cardinals were trying to make him the scapegoat. Yeah. This isn't like a he said, she said story. This is your team. We watched the game. This isn't like a back closet story deal. We all saw what happened. And and did I tell you the rush thing? Give it to him. So when Kyler Murray rushes for for five times or more, like they win, like, I think it was like 70% of their games. Mm-hmm. He did not rush once in that game. Like, there was definitely times he could have. And Cliff Kingsbury had, if you look, there was designed naked bootlegs that were really more of, because, like, it's a pass, but it's most, it's a naked bootleg Especially to get you out in the open. Like, and you're that athletic, you got a lot of time, like, they, it's almost a pass-run option. Yeah, it's a pass-run option. It's And he didn't run one single time. Why? Because he didn't want to get hurt because he wanted to get money. And now look, doesn't I, like to get hit. And here's the thing. Like, I don't even mind him wanting to get his money. Nope. I, I, I respect that. You are, you are getting $5.5 million. Like, you're yeah. the number one overall pick on your rookie deal. It's not like you're Jonathan Taylor in he the second round. He makes more than 80% of the NFL. Yeah, so it's – let's not let, – I'm not going to cry. You're night. not getting robbed. Yeah, you're not getting robbed, bub. And if you want to get fifty million one, you're not worth it. You're not even a top ten quarterback in my eyes. Like after taking the full season, like I don't think he's. I think he might be ten. He's not a top five quarterback. No, not even close. His first seven games this he season, he was a top he was, five. But I, I had him. I picked him to win MVP this. But year. overall, not. Like because the thing is, good quarterbacks can do well with 
like they can be great with good receivers. Yep. But he can only be great with great receivers, and yeah. that's like what separates people. He has to have maybe the like, even though statistically not the best, like D Hop, Devonte Adams, and Cooper Cup. Like those three are. Yeah, yeah. I, like, is there any even? Is there anyone that's quite on that level? Sometimes Stefan Diggs. Sometimes Stefan. Sometimes Tyreek Hill, but in a different way. Yeah, Ty- Tyreek Hill's more like he's a different kind of receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel that. But you, if you're Kyler, like the the great people in life understand where their vulnerabilities are. Yeah. Okay, so Kyler, here's your vulnerability. Here's your weakness. Here's what people are gonna say about you. They're gonna say, "Oh, you're way too young." And if you're gonna be too young, the one thing you can't do is buy into what everyone is gonna say that you are. And if you're young, they're gonna associate. Immaturity. Yeah, you're giving them ammo like this. They are not shooting in the dark. They're yeah, not. Yeah, like oh, you gave them a yeah. target. They're just shooting arrows at the yep. target. You told them exactly where to hit. Yep. And it's it's one thing to make these kinds of comments when Aaron Rodgers can get away with this stuff because he's, he's also a, 38 and a Super Bowl champion and a two-time a back-to-back MVP. MVP. So yeah, Aaron Rodgers can get away with it. You have to understand where you are yeah. and what your worth is, Kyler. Here's the thing. We know that you're not that good of a leader because people say that. Yeah. We know you don't like to get hit. And the sad thing is when you get hit, when you run around, you actually win games at a higher rate. But here's also the thing. He gets injured, though. Exactly. It's three years in the league, injured twice already. But but I will take – I'll take – like because this is the difference between him and Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson's been injured as well. Here's the difference. Lamar is a leader. He's a leader. Like the guys in his locker room like him. They'll like him and they'll – They'll fight for him. Exactly. And Kyler's they on an island by himself. Because he isolated himself. Exactly. Like, yep. And he's just out here to get paid. That's the only thing he's out and for. And it, it makes him look like all he cares about is money. There are some people who have said they could see Kyler Murray going back to baseball. And honestly, if he did that... Which is sad because... Most guys will tell you that Kyler Murray is the greatest high school football player in yeah. Texas history. Which Texas? Yeah, that's, that's the greatest where all football of them state. Come that is from. the football state. Yeah, hands down. Matt Stafford, Texas. Yep. Clayton Kershaw, baseball, Texas. Texas. All of these guys, like, if you're one of the greatest athletes in Texas, you're one of the greatest athletes ever. But again. Life is not about how talented you are. Life is about how when your talent runs out because everybody's does, what are you worth after that? And Kyler's value after his talent is it's zero. really zero. He provides nothing but talent. No. Like like in his talent is insane. Incredible. But like his like multiplier of his talent is really zero. Like personality, work I don't know work ethic, but personality, leadership, likability, all that stuff, zero. So but speaking of someone who is also a young upcoming star. Get and it to him. So a young upcoming star in a different sport is Ja Morant. Guys, he, if you have not been I know basketball is not nearly as like ma- not yeah, not nearly as mainstream as football, but and especially in Memphis, but that boy has the Grizzlies, the third best record in the NBA, and he is elite. He is a mix if Allen Iverson had a baby with D Rose, then that's who he would be. Like that's literally who he is. A prime AI with prime D Rose, and it's scary. I, 
And the thing is, he's he's getting range now. Like his three point percentage is pretty like pretty decent. And that was the one thing, if you could say anything. So, I'm gonna sound crazy for this, but I think the NBA is getting really really good. Like I'm excited, though, because we get, I mean we got a couple NBA topics left today. We got this. We got. We got LeBron, and we got James Harden and Joel Embiid, which I'm all excited for. Okay, so right now, so 2018-2019, the Grizzlies were 33-49. and Terrible. Then they were 34-39. and Right now, or last year, they were 38-34. and What's their record right now? Were they in the 40s? Are they in the 30s already or in the 40s? They're 43-20. and yeah. So they've already won more games right now. And there's like 20 more games left in the season. They haven't won that many games since, since 2016, 2017. That, at the end of the season, they were 43. Yeah. They had 43 games. And that was when they lost uh, 2-4 in the first round to the Spurs. Yeah. And yeah, they had Mike Conley. They had Zach Randolph. They had all Really? I actually players. liked that team. It was a decent team. I like, Allen was on that I, team. I like legit... Mike Conley, he was just... He's not, he wasn't good enough to be like elevate a team to be elite, but he was good enough to take a team and and have him get into the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. Dude, oh, and what, they guess what? Ten, oh well, I guess they're gonna have played when y'all are listening to this. They're gonna have played against the Celtics on TNT. So the Grizzlies are getting on national TV, yeah, and they're a hundred percent worth watching. He's averaging. 28 points per game, which is just under what LeBron's averaging points per game. He's averaging 6.6 assists, and he's shooting 35% from three. Yeah, like, that's that's a good, like, for a guy of that athletic caliber, all we, like, all a coach would ask is, like, shoot over 32. Yeah. Like, if you can be a threat from three, they have, like, 34, like, 34 and a half, 35, they have to respect your shot. You know what I mean? And so he becomes a threat, and that just, he's only going to get better. My one, I do worry he is a smaller frame. I don't he's think a skinny boy. he's a skinny boy, but he is, like, he's fearless, and that's good, but I do worry about injury. I don't think he will in the near future, but I worry about durability long term. His field goal percentage is 50. Yeah. 49.8. Yeah, because he, I think. I think he's the leading scorer for points in the paint. Yep, he is. And he's what six two. Yeah, he's a point guard. He's a point guard, six two, a buck eighty in the NBA against Rudy Gobert, seven foot, two fifty. Yeah, last night he had a fifty piece. He was a hundred percent from three. What was he like three for three? I don't know what he was, but he was a hundred percent because he took the one from just inside <laughs> yeah. half court. He took another one, and then he took another one. So. Yeah. To me, if I have to construct a player, John Morant to me is like, oh, dude, he's just so smooth. He's silky. Smooth. He's silky. Like he he's he's different from uh, third year in the league, Derrick Rose, because Derrick Rose was just straight speed and power and power. John Morant is. He's probably not the fastest guy in the league. He's not the slowest guy, but oh like, no, he's, 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 he's definitely a fast one. Guy, he's definitely one of the fastest. But he's not like he's not he's not Aaron Allen Iverson, Derrick Rose. But he's so incredibly like his zero to sixty explosiveness. Yeah. It just it's lightning out of a yeah. bottle. And his court like people like. The way that someone is silky smooth is just extreme coordination. Yeah. Like, that's really like someone that can adjust in the air like that 
or just seem so like they're never rushed or they're always comfortable. That is just extreme coordination. And so he is so, he's that one kid that I was talking to one of my buddies the other day. There's always those kids that are like, like they're above average speed and they're above average shooting and they're, they're like good. But there's a kid in, in my high school, he was like 5'10", or no, so this isn't football, but this, the thing applies. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I think he was 5'9", okay? 5'9", as a receiver, a buck 80, ran like a 4'9", or a 5'40", yard dash, like not fast at all, but he was all state. And because this guy's coordination and ball skills were so elite, that no, like he was unguardable, and that's like what John Morant is. But add in that explosiveness, he's just so coordinated and athletic that you can't stop him. Like that DeRo- that 360 layup against Demar Derozan. Are you serious, John Morant? To me, oh, dude, I actually really love this comparison. You tell me what you think. John Morant is like the Patrick Mahomes of the NBA because he's so. Creativity is you cannot teach. Yeah. It's not a teach. Creativity is an intangible, intangible. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't develop creativity. Like it's just you either have it yeah. or you don't. Like you can't just be Van Gogh. Like yeah. you either Sorry. see the world that way or, or you, you don't, don't. and That's you just nice. have the magic or you don't. And John Morant, the things that he does with the basketball, where it's like, why would you try that? Ninety percent of people, you're like, okay, why would you try that? That's stupid. But John Morant does it, and it's like, oh, shoot, like, that works. His up and unders, like, another comp for him to Derrick Rose is, um, we used to say that Derrick Rose was unstoppable at the rim because sometimes he would go over you, but sometimes he would go over you, sometimes he would go around you. Like, you just couldn't stop his athleticism. The amount of moves John Morant can do in the air is it's incredible. And I am willing... So I think most people right now, from what I've seen, a lot of guys right now have John Morant as third on their MVP ballot. But I would argue, if you want to look, if you want to break down the definition of most valuable, I think that John Morant deserves most valuable player Especially because, okay, Joel, you got like you got Harden now. But here's got, the thing: but he, he didn't have Harden the whole time. No, no, no. But but you have Maxi. You have like you had a really good supporting cast, and the 76ers have not had like a bum culture for the last ten years. The Grizzlies, like, tell me when the last time Grizzlies have never won a conference title. They've never won a conference championship. Yeah. In fact, I the only time I think they've even been to the conference title was that one year where it was. Um, the Thunder with KD and KD was elite and I think that was his MVP year against the Grizzlies John Morant is doing let me just read you the roster yeah. of the Memphis Grizzlies okay. they do have young they've got young guys that are actually promising but though. that's what okay but if we if we were saying there's so many teams in the league we say the same thing about the Charlotte Hornets we're like they got a lot of young promising talent same with a lot of these teams in the league yeah. guess what they're not number three in the Western Conference yeah. John Morant yeah, has Jarrett Culver, Shaquille Harrison, Dakota Mathias, Tyus Jones, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain's De- he's, he's a good, good shooter, but have you ever heard of him before this year? Well, he's young. I it, think it's his second year. That's what I'm saying. Like he's 
but he's not like a rookie of the year kind of guy. Like he's just a good, solid young player. But young players come with their issues. And then John Conchar, DeAnthony Melton, Yves Pones, Yair Williams. Like they really don't have that many dudes that are there to have. I mean, I guess you have Stephen Adams. Steve, like but, that's a. But, he's and Jackson. Jared Jackson's good. He's good, but he's but the only reason we talk about him is because we talk about the Grizzlies, and the only reason we talk about the Grizzlies is because John Morant is that dude. I agree. And so is he your MVP right now? I, I it's hard. I think it's hard to disagree with Joel Embiid, and it's hard to disagree with Jokic because Jokic hasn't played a single game with Jamal Murray all year, and he's played nine games with Michael Porter Williams. So yeah, Michael Porter Williams. So. Um, it's tough. Part of me likes... What about, what about DeRozan? Oh, man, dude. I do love me some DeRozan. I really do, especially with what he's done with the city of Chicago, with his story through the league so far. And, dude, here's the thing. So, clutch point, like points in the oh, fourth yeah. quarter. Like, where, like, if we talk about, like, quarterbacks, like, clutch points, like, fourth quarter. Like, DeRozan, player efficiency, and, like, fourth quarter points, he is number one. Like, to me, that's big. And he took a team that was worse than than the Grizzlies last year. He comes on, and all of a sudden, number two in the East? Think Tell about me, that. Am I crazy for thinking... Um, I don't know. I just have an issue because I really enjoy bringing something new to the table. Like, I like new. To me, what is Barney's one of number who's number oh, one rule? Yeah. New, new is always new, better. New is always, always better. better. So, I, I, I don't want to hold it against Jokic and Embiid for being in the every feed conversation all the time and then only, like, not always winning it. You know what I'm saying? But part of me is like, okay, if you're going to always be there, but you're not always going to pull it out, I'm like, I'd love to see... A, I'd love to see a DeRozan, just because I would love. He's, he's dude, deserved so he much. De- for he so deserved. Long. He is the Matt Stafford of the NBA. Yes. Like he legitimately 100%. is. Like except like he was there, but like Toronto isn't a place where like people want to go. No. Like the NBA doesn't really and have. And he had to deal with LeBron for so many yeah. years. And. And LeBron with all his stacked teams, and he had Kyle Lowry, but really that and was it. And he was in his prime. Yeah. Le- so, this is all I'm going to say is, so here are your top five player efficiency ratings. Okay. Giannis. Okay. Jokic. Yep. Embiid, LeBron, Durant. Now, like, player, I'm not a huge player efficiency guy, but I do feel like it does show something. Yeah. Um, John Morant is six. Brandon Clark on Memphis is 10. DeMar DeRozan is 11. Jokic, I mean, uh, Luka, 13. Like, Cat, also, Cat's having a good year. Cat is having a good year. But, it was cool to see him win three points the other day. Yeah, but th- this is what I'm saying. I think DeMar DeRozan deserves it more than Jaw. One, because, like, if you're, if you're making the argument of, like, Jaw took his team and, like, made them so much better. Like, he took... I, I don't even want to know what the Bulls' record was last year, but it was disgusting. And so... And I think... Did they even have Zach Levine on the team last year? I think they did. Uh, yes, the Bulls did. Yeah, yeah, and they had Vucevic. So it's not like they, like, all of a sudden... They literally just got DeMar DeRozan. 
culture changer. I think DeMar DeRozan is deserving of it. In the MVP voting, DeRozan is... He's fourth behind Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis. I'll leave it right here, but I... I think this should go as the rule for all sports. I think MVP should be voted on right before, like, the your, final, your finals, your the NBA Super finals, Bowl. your championship, your uh, World Series. I because, agree. Because, honestly, who gives a rat, like, if what you do in the regular yeah. season if it doesn't transpose to the postseason? Aaron Rodgers, I don't give a flying fetch. If you throw 80 touchdowns in the regular season and you lose your first round in the Fast. playoffs when you're the number one seed and you have a first round bye, I don't care. Um, and so I think we're going to look back. I'm shooting my – I'm calling my shot right here. John Morant is going to take them at least to the second round. Oh, I If that. not to the conference finals, I really? can see that. Because you, I, think, you think they'd be either the Warriors or the I, Suns? Yeah. I can see them beating the Warriors. I could I could see them being the Warriors. I don't think they can beat the Suns. The Suns, but also I'd be careful if I were them because, you know, like if Utah is in four, Utah is dangerous. Utah is, like they, they they just they how just, they feel like Utah just beat the Suns like, and the, I'm just saying Utah is scary and they're always consistent and they're well coached. And Donovan, Mitch- Donovan Mitchell is elite. Rudy Gobert, good defender. Jordan Clarkson can score. They got shooters everywhere. Like, Dude, there's something about just being a sport team from the state of Utah that sometimes you just choke for no apparent reason. Yeah. That, that being said, okay, you got we got a little bit before you got to run to class. Yeah. You want to blitzkrieg it real quick? Yeah, we can. All right, let's blitzkrieg it. Okay, who's the fault in this Lakers mess? Whose fault is this? Overall, LeBron James. Like, 100% LeBron James. It's his roster. He's having a good year, but it's his roster, and he can't seem to be a culture setter. Like, like, everyone talks about how he's the leader, but did you watch the game the other day against the Pelicans? Yeah, it was bad. It was bad, and, like... It like they just looked like they had no nothing to give, no energy, no fight in them, and that's from culture, and that's from your leader. Like you get that from your leader. Like everyone knows that your leader on your team, it's not the coach, it's the the best player on your team, the leader. And if they got no energy, no one else has any energy. And it's LeBron James' fault for leadership and for putting that roster together. Westbrook is not having a good year, but it is not his fault. He is giving you around what he is giving everybody. I'm going to own up to this because I told everyone before the season started that I said, don't worry about it. This happens to LeBron every year. The media media psych, media narrative cycles. I think I was wrong. I think we're coming to a point where it's like, hey, the ship has sailed. LeBron, this is the team you wanted. You got Be careful what you wish for because yeah, you it. just might get, get it. it. You got it. You made your bed. You get to lay in it. You don't get to go yell at Jeannie Bass. You don't get to go yell at Rob Palenka. Yeah, and this everyone's is, getting on Rob Palenka. Like, I don't know why. This, LeBron, this is the team you wanted. You wanted like Russell he, Westbrook and not Malik Monk. And you shipped out Lonzo Ball and Jordan Clarkson and... And who else? And and um uh, and all these boys yep. and, and the Wizards deal. Josh Hart, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma. I all see. these young guys, like these, are all good, good players. Caruso, like that's a whole starting five that we just named, and you shipped them out. All I'm gonna say is this: I said at the beginning, LeBron and Aaron Rodgers have the same issue where they don't trust young people. Yeah, that's LeBron's issue. Andrew Wiggins, when he got to Cleveland, he shipped Andrew Wiggins out. 
to get Kevin Love, an old A Kevin Love, and all I'm saying is there might have been a couple of moments where that youthful exuberance from Andrew Wiggins could have helped you out a lot more than the old A rickety wagon wheel that is Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. So if you start to trust young people, you might start winning a lot more games. Okay. Which teams are on, which which teams are a quarterback away from Super Bowl contention and who are they getting? Just real quick. Okay, I'm saying so first, actually I'm not gonna say this. I'll save it for last. First okay. is the 49ers. San Francisco 49ers. I, I would there's been rumors about getting Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think they're gonna trade Jimmy Garoppolo, get a couple pieces, and I think Trey Lance, if he can be what they thought he was talent-wise, I think they can be a Super Bowl contender because he is so electric in his skill set. If he can start, if he can be what they said he was going to be. Just humor me real quick. Who, how far away are the, I hate calling them the commanders. It doesn't feel real, but I also don't like the Washington football team, but I can't say the other one because apparently it's offensive. Yeah. But how, like, how far are they from being in Super Bowl contention. Because I don't think Real, it's as far off as people think it it's is, not, but it's not tomorrow. It's it's not as far as people think. I think they're in contention to win. Like, if they get a quarterback, I think they're in contention to win the division. Like, 100% in contention. But they need a quarterback. They've got... For some reason, their defense was not everything that we thought it was going to yeah. be this year. Which I might... I'll, I'll go on a limb and say it was a fluke. Say they are what... Like, we'll just say it's a fluke. They've got a good defense. They've got good young talent on the outside. They've got a good tight end. McLaurin's good. Gibson's good in the backfield. Yep. Like they've got a a very they've got an above average offensive line. They if they can go pick up a, honestly even like a Kirk Cousins or a Jimmy Garoppolo, I think they could win the division. I like it. Okay, this is my last take before we gotta get off. We gotta go to class. We gotta go do school. We have to actually go live life. Apparently. And maybe I'll just leave it at this because I said that we were going to get to it today and we didn't. We'll get to it next week. But I'm just going to leave y'all with this. Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter of the basketball we have ever seen. Of course. He's revolutionized the game. Easily. Say what you want about LeBron. LeBron did not change the game. He he was just really big and really athletic. Stephen Curry changed basketball. Yep. Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter we've ever seen. Ever. Stephen Curry is the first... Top five handle. The first ever unanimous MVP. Two-time MVP, three-time NBA champion. You tell me, just explain this to me. How can he be that far off from LeBron James when LeBron has only won how many championships? Four. Steph's had three, and he's only lost one. And it was to LeBron, who people want to argue is one of the greatest of all time. So And LeBron James has one, two, three... Four MVPs. Okay, so Steph has two. He has three championships, and he has the title of the whole purpose of basketball is to, get, is the to get the ball in the, the hole. hole, and he's the greatest to ever do it. Yep. So all I'm saying is we don't talk about that because for some reason we have this artificial gap that we've created yep. where Steph's not even in the top ten. But if he's that close to LeBron, how is LeBron? The only reason you're not including him any closer is because he's small. If he's yep. not a point guard, if he's a shooting guard and he's 6'7", and he has all of the same accolades, we put Stephen Curry above, right next to LeBron James. He's like, that puts, I would I hate to say it, but that puts him above, like, or that puts him in the conversation with guys like Kobe Bryant yep. or Michael Jordan. All these great shooting guards that were elite yep. scorers. Is Steph Curry not an elite scorer? Like...
So we'll leave it at that. That, that I think, is actually such a deep yeah. conference, conversation. There's so much nuance to that. We will get back to that next week. Again, go follow Jim, go follow Jim Candy. Go get your free sample. And uh, product's dropping soon, so it's going to be absolutely yeah. amazing. Whoa. Whoa.